0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at BYTE.com. That's BYTE dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I am running. I'm just
1: I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. I want you to use ombudsman in a sentence next
2: week. I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman of the Just Press Play podcast. You like apples? And we are back. You're listening to another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We are joined as always. We got the crew. LJ Pops, what's going on? What first up? First week of March Madness in the books. How hoop, you doing? Hoop, hoop. I there mean, it it's is. been a
0: a good tournament so far. That's all I got to say.
2: The I wasn't sure about the the change in the schedule. I'm still not sure about it. It was weird having it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. There was definitely times Monday where I thought it was Sunday, just because I'm used to the, the first <laughs> round ending on Sunday. Yeah, and I was like, wait a minute, no, it's Monday. Okay, but. uh I don't know about you guys. I, I spend way too much time watching this damn tournament, and my entire last four days have been like what team plays at what time and how to flip channels. There's been a lot of basketball consumed. I've enjoyed it. But this little break is going to be nice, I think, Pops. What
1: do you think? <laughs> Completely agree. When there was basketball again on Monday, it was like, oh, my God. I can't believe I've got it again. And interestingly enough, uh, I believe it was the two night games were pretty much blowouts Monday night. And, right. uh, so I kind of got just like, uh, you want to watch a, a romantic, a rom-com or something? <laughs> we didn't, we didn't. I just didn't, I contemplated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that la that was kind of nice.
2: That last little bit on Monday, like Alabama just, it, well, it wasn't nice for Maryland or, uh.
1: And those that uh, own Maryland fans. and a Calcutta, yeah, it wasn't very nice.
2: <laughs> it wasn't nice, but for for just like to be able to unplug for a second, to have USC and Alabama both just drain every shot they take and win by 20, <laughs> to where I could be like, okay, I don't have to be totally plugged in. I can maybe like close my eyelids for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been a fun bracket, uh, I think, and we'll get into this in a little, in a second, but it, we say this every year it's been chaotic and this is the craziest bracket ever, but it, it might actually be in that right. I mean, we could just tease it a little bit. LG, isn't it close to maybe the craziest bracket we've ever seen? I mean,
0: if you measure the the craziness of the bracket in the way that we measure bonus points in our bracket challenges. So that's, uh, you know, if a uh, seven, uh, loses to uh 10, then there's three bonus points. If you find all the potential bonus points in two rounds of this, this is the second highest scoring bracket. Of all time, including the entire brackets um, that I've ever seen, I mean, the 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 entire uh, tournament of each of those years. So halfway through the tournament, we are well above the median. Well, well, I mean, we're above. getting
2: we're getting a fifteen to the sweet sixteen. You got 12s beating fives, like always. A couple thirteens beating fours. I mean, it's it's all over the place. We'll get into it in a second because I do think there's a reason. I, I have some some thoughts on maybe why it is this way and one of them LJ you led me to it. So we'll get to that in a minute. But first, let me if if you're cashing in on some of these upsets, maybe your bracket is busted like the rest of America. And if you want to still get on the action, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We know we know the NBA is in full swing. Obviously, college basketball is right in the thick of things. And there's also NFLs. You you might be thinking about it with some free agency stuff going on. They got some futures you can put on there. Go Broncos. It's all over at bet online. They have you covered for all the news scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up, head to the website to use your mobile or use your mobile devices to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. So what that means, you know, I think we talked about this last week where, or maybe it was two weeks ago where we our, our our listeners are the smartest listeners
1: out there. Well, obviously, and they so have good they taste. Can spell Sometimes armchair. I <laughs> we decided they can yeah. definitely spell arms.
2: <laughs> Sometimes I explain things that don't need to be explained. But that fifty percent welcome bonus. So I, if I drop hundred dollars in, fifty extra dollars. Fifty That's free money. Fifty. That's just free money. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And what's great about Bet Online is, and we listened last week. We had the expert, and we talked about it. The best thing to do is look at the lines and how they move throughout the week. And Bet Online is if not the earliest odds, they're right up there. As soon as games ended on Monday night, they already had like – I think they might have had USC line before the game was even over for the next week. <laughs> I mean, they are quick with it. Shout and out to that Dave. And that helps out – yeah, and that helps out the gambler because if you're betting, sometimes you jump on a line that just is a dumb line. And even Dave said last week, they put out dumb lines on accident every now and then. And so with them being early, it's just worth keeping mm-hmm. an eye on. And they're easy. The, the interface is good. It's the best place to play. And go get that uh, – welcome bonus. I got a question, Kev. Yeah. What's up?
0: If you had like $5 burning a hole in your pocket and you decided you wanted to try to turn that into a few hundred, where would you go?
2: Well, I would go personally, I'd go over to bet online and throw maybe, I'm going to say this one, uh, be careful with your gambling, but I threw down a seven game parlay and it may or, may or may not have won. And that cashes out to a very big check. So if you get that 50% welcome bonus and you want to throw just, just like a dollar or two, those parlays can out, but be careful because those, ca- those parlays, those parlays <laughs> cash out for a big reason because they <laughs> often lose. Yeah. So I'm not telling you to go just stick out a ton of parlays and blow all that money. But, but if but you don't throw on, a, a couple a bucks, it's a pretty good it.
0: place to make the games a little bit more entertaining.
2: And once you win all that money, eh, you might want to go buy something. And if you're into sneakers, there's one place <laughs> to go do it. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. In partnership with eBay, Armchair Media will be raffling off four custom-made sneakers. Each purchase you make before March 31st through ebay.com slash sneakers will enter you into a drawing for one, for a one of one pair of Air Force One low tops. Just send a screenshot to your purchase to at Armchair media on Twitter or Instagram. It, eBay, regardless if you're buying shoes from eBay, they' are the best place to do it. They got an authenticity guarantee for all your sneakers. They make sure everything on there is inspected by independent professional authenticators. They verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points to make sure what you're getting is the real deal. It's not those off-brand Jordans, those fake Nikes or the Adidas with two stripes, not three or four. They make sure everything you got is the real deal. And and if you're into selling sneakers, it is free to sell on eBay for anything over a hundred dollars. And that just helps you out because some of those other sites take as much as 25% from your sale. And so if you're selling some of those nice shoes and you know, they're real, eBay is going to authenticate them, and then they're going to give you free to sell, so you can just get extra cash in your pocket. So it is the uh, best great. place to go. eBay.com slash sneakers. Make sure you're going to that link. It's the way. It's the do, way. Do they take stimulus checks or Air Force Ones? They take it all. If you <laughs> got if it's green, they take it. They they like that green cash. <laughs> uh, now let's get to the tournament. Um, I think my first thought. On this and we we're, we're, we might jump around a little bit, Pops. But my first thought is, um, I went into this thinking of the Power Five conferences, and maybe I let you know that fake news media. No, I'm kidding, but maybe I <laughs> let everyone tell me how awesome the Big Ten was, and they did seem awesome. But the Big Ten was supposed to be the best conference, maybe the Big 12, uh, the Pac 12 was not supposed to be the best Power Five conference. And Bill Walton says. Hold on, buddy. The Conference of Champions <laughs> is nine and one so far in this Damn. bracket, with the only loss being Colorado. Who I did hear some Pac-12 fans saying, "Well, the Pac-10 is not a no." The old Pac-10, because Colorado was an ad here recently. So, <laughs> but either way, pops, what did you think about the Big Ten struggling and Pac-12 just in general? What's the conference
1: conferences? Well, I'm going to read you something that a buddy of ours sent to us that oh, okay. uh, is a friend of the pod. And and it's about the Big Ten because I'd read about the Big Ten and how hard they played against each other and how they were going to really rule in the tournament when they finally got to play somebody other than themselves. And so here's what our buddy Eric had to say. Well, well, the mighty Big Ten gets nine teams in the tournament and only one makes it out of the first weekend. One out of nine in the Sweet 16. Two number one seeds and two number two seeds. Hashtag overrated. Hashtag again. Hashtag. (laughs) Just like in football. <laughs> Side note: The Big Ten Conference hasn't had a team win the national championship in basketball since Michigan State in 2000. Wow! Way to go, Eric. He nailed that. No kidding. And and you know that it is, is a, it's just true. Is coming from
2: a, an SEC homer, which I'm, I'm right there with them. Well,
1: that is an SEC and ACC North Carolina homer. Let's just be, let's just be but, truthful. Call a spade a spade, but and that's just, what Eric did, and that's what he did, no doubt. And and. Uh, uh, you know Michigan state i really they i tom izo's this great coach all this that and the other i know i had picked them as an upset to, on the play in game of course they got spanked at, well they got they got beat in the in the play in game by ucla uh and then ucla has shown out uh ucla a yeah, member have. of what conference maybe that one you mentioned back oh yeah yeah the pack yep. 12 <laughs> so yeah i think that has been amazing you know the acc uh, out, I don't know if they're out, but certainly, uh, let's see, Georgia Tech, North Carolina, Duke didn't make it. Uh, Maryland's out. Maryland may be Big uh, East.
2: Syracuse. Syracuse is the – That's Big East, the, I think, isn't it? They used to be. They're ACC now. Are they? Okay. Um, so, yeah, the Pac-12 has – unfortunately for the Pac-12, though, they will lose someone for sure because USC is playing Oregon. So, they will lose one team this next weekend. But a bit, bit big week for them. Up uh, – is it – let's go. We've now had a weekend to digest. Is it still before the bracket? We said it's Gonzaga's bracket to lose. They're the number one team. Has anything changed, Pops?
1: Well, Arkansas in the sweet 16. And, uh... <laughs> let's
2: actually yeah, – let's stop. You know, let's – I'm glad you did that. Let's take a moment. You know, I they've – at times they'll teach you if you if you're at work if you're a host of a show or in any form of media you don't need to show your fandom. Well BS <laughs> the Razorbacks are in the Sweet Sixteen for the first time in 25 years <laughs> a huge win over Texas Tech and they will be playing the Darlins, Oral Roberts but I mean there are three C going against fifteen you do like your chances but pops how awesome has it been to watch the Razorbacks win
1: well it's been awesome and i'll tell you what i've been really impressed with is the emergence of Justin Smith that guy has wow. really started to play in this tournament and really shown up um you know but they've had some balanced scoring you know in the last game i think you had uh moody and davis and one other guy with like 15 to 13 points so so you've had some balanced scoring around the uh, uh, uh on the team uh, you know, it was a tight game, but they helped. Yeah, they
2: had 20 from Justin Smith, 15 from Devo Davis, 15 from Moody, 10 from Tate, just a, a different guys all over the court. And no, Tate didn't score a
1: lot. And, you know, he's that guy that we've talked about. He can sometimes shoot he you into a, a game or <laughs> shoot you out of a game. I think he had six to nine points in that. But now he can he can blow up for 20, 25 any time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, but like I say, yeah, he can shoot uh, three for 13 and kill you. Because he will not. He has not seen a shot he doesn't like, for sure. But I'm excited. I'm a a Razorback. I'm excited. Let's see, we got ORU. We beat them. We beat them earlier in the year, by the way. Interestingly,
2: so there was a little talk before the year. I don't know if you've seen this, but there was a little talk before the year about Arkansas didn't play anybody in their non-conference. They were scheduling all these small schools. But you look back, some of those schools they challenged. North Texas, they had an upset in the first round. ORU, they're still playing. And Abilene Christian. Yep. Oh, they had an upset in the first round over Texas. Musselman actually talked about it. He said, We did. We had uh, he was talking about some of his assistant coaches and him. They got together and they looked at all the teams in those other smaller conferences that they thought would probably win their championship and could be frisky in the tournament. And that's who they targeted to schedule because it's a very good chance they could play them later in the year. And he didn't play them, but he well, I guess he will with ORU, but he was right. Those teams were all good. And now that non-conference schedule doesn't look so bad no. looking back at it.
0: Better than a lot of yeah. teams that thought they could schedule Duke and like uh, have a conference uh, or a, a tournament right. team. Um, and I just got to say, I, they beat a 14-seed toothpaste, they can beat a 15-seed mouth. That's, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the oral Robertson <laughs> Colgate. Yeah, I like where you're going with it. But is it time, Pops? Do you want to just say, do we just want to give a nice shout-out and thank you to Eric Musselman? I am all. I was already all aboard the must must-bust, but man. I really like him as a coach. I. It's not time to build a statue, but I hope we build a statue one day because man, he's he's fun.
1: I'm, I'm like you. I, I like the guy. He's fun. He's he he his enthusiasm is contagious. I do think he's a good coach. Uh, I'm like you. I'm not ready to build the statue, but I hope in 15 <laughs> years we are. I really do. I want him to stick around. Uh, I just genuinely like the guy. I think the players like and respect him. Um, I think he's a good coach. I really do. I think we got a. a I don't know if he was. Uh, unknown for sure. I guess he was at Las Vegas, uh, and, and certainly, or he was he's at Nevada. At Nevada. He, he's at Nevada. Um, so he, Which he made a sweet, si-
2: sweet 16 at Nevada the he, last time he, they were in the tournament.
1: He did. And I hear there's some teams looking at him, uh, leave us alone, Indiana. Um, but, uh, but yeah. I, and, and, you know, the thing is about Arkansas and it won't belabor the point too much, but, uh, being in the sec, there's money there. I think, I think we can pay Musselman whatever needs to happen to keep him there financially. Uh, and I think he's getting a really good taste of what Arkansas fandom and success is like. And, oh, my God, what a lot to be excited about with the football team doing better. Uh, the baseball team had a little rough bump there about couple ago. They're still ranked number ago, one overall, though. But still ranked number one overall. So still a, just I'm relishing in this time of my <laughs> Arkansas fandom.
2: It, it is a good time to be a Hog fan. Let's just hope the uh, – the run continues. It'll be a fun matchup. They will, however, come up. So, I think Gonzaga is the best team in the tournament. We said that before, Pops. Is Baylor clearly the top number two?
1: You know, team? I really liked Illinois. But I think, you know, with <laughs> them obviously going out to, to, to a Loyola team that, by the way, I have some interest in. um I, I They're yeah. not done. Um But Gonzaga is the big favorite. I've got – I've got a financial interest in uh, uh, the big blue, go big blue Michigan, <laughs> um, and was really excited to see, by the way, that uh, Phil Martelli is a, an assistant coach there uh, with Jawan Howard. He used to be at, I think it was Princeton, or I can't recall mm-hmm. where he was, but he would really work that backdoor cut. He just I, I really liked his coaching and what he could do. Um, I so knew I'm, I had
2: read that uh, Jawan Howard really wanted to get a very experienced assistant coach to kind of because Jawan Howard's a new coach. I mean, he's had a ton of time on the bench, but to run a program is a little different. So I do think that was part of the hiring, and it seems to have worked so far.
1: I'll tell you one other thing: if Alabama hits threes like they did uh, last night, wow, uh, they looked amazing. Now Arkansas beat them also once before in the before in the regular season, so. But uh, some scary teams left. U- University of Houston. I mean, who knows, but they've had two pretty successful games uh, And Syracuse. So <sniffs> Syracuse.
2: Syracuse, when they're 10 when they're or lower, all Bayhound does is go to the Sweet 16 every time it's a 10 or well, lower, legitimately. And
0: I did watch uh, Nova versus North Texas, one of the few games I watched, and they made it look like it was middle schoolers playing against them. I mean, that's not a bad basketball team there either.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nova, all they heard about was how Gillespie's out and they're going to get upset by Winter, and now they're in the Sweet 16. I I think we might have forgot Jay Wright's still a really freaking good coach. Yeah, So maybe we shouldn't have just crossed them off. I do want to stop, Dad, and talk about that Loyola-Chicago-Illinois game. One, as you mentioned, that game was not – the seeding shows it's an upset and does feel like an upset with them being number one overall seed, but that wasn't some fluky thing. They outplayed – Illinois, from the very tip. And Cameron Crutwick, Krut- who came into this tournament, as you'll remember, came into this tournament as the favorite for the Pitsnoggle Award. And he <laughs> seems to be the favorite after
1: one week. He's certainly man, done nothing to hurt himself. I can tell you that. He's
2: still, got, he's still got the mustache. He's balding a little bit, still thick, and straight up outplayed uh, Kofi Coburn, who's maybe the best big man in basketball. And Crutwick was running circle, well, uh, jogging circles around because he's <laughs> light on his loafers. <laughs> um, but he played great. But my issue is that, is where Loyola Chicago was seated was crap. They should not have been an eight seed. No, clearly. The Ramblers were ranked seventh in Ken Palm rankings behind only Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Illinois, and Houston, and Iowa. All four one seeds and two of the two seeds. So they're one of the best teams ranked in uh, the Ken Palm, and they were good the last time they were in the tournament, and it's a lot of the same guys, and that coach is a really good coach. And I think the selection committee thought, Ooh, you know what's a good draw for CBS? If we can get Loyola Chicago, oh, an Illinois school, going up, up against Illinois, who everybody's big on, that's a big TV draw, which is true. It probably was. But that's not fair to Illinois or Loyola Chicago to have that matchup. Loyola Chicago should have been a five or six seed probably. Now, they're they're still going, but I'm kind of annoyed with the selection committee playing to the ratings a little bit in there.
1: Well, let's see. They're going against Oregon State next, who did put on a show against Oklahoma State last night, but uh, or was I think it was last night, wasn't it? Two nights ago, I think. Two, Two nights, nights, nights ago. ago. Yeah, it's um, hard to keep up. But, but you got to like, I like Loyola's chances to advance and beat Oregon State uh, in that and get to the Elite Eight. And, and then you got a Syracuse or Houston team. And by the, I, Buddy Bayheim, <laughs> that, that guy's good. Y'all. seventy percent from, from anywhere. Seventy percent from uh, three points in the. Uh, I think it was the first game in like forty eight. In the second game, guy can shoot. He crosses half court and he's in range. He's in I, range. I mean, he, he is in range. Now, oh Crutwig, though, uh, before you get off Crutwig, I did notice. So this, the first game, his uh, his line was. Uh, hang on, hang on. This is worth talking about. Uh, damn it. Well, while you looked through your notes, I'm did you cooler. know that Crutwig, uh, his girlfriend, told
0: him he had, to, he had to shave that mustache that he grew out during the pandemic? And oh, yeah. uh, his team is very
1: superstitious, and he said, not picking them over you, I'm sorry, mustache stays.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I had him, his line in the first game over Georgia Tech, he was 10 points, five rebounds, zero assists, zero assist. ugh. In the second game, his stat line was 19, 12, and five. And it looked like, and I think I've heard somebody say this about the guy at, at the Denver Nuggets, uh, the offense does run through, run through Krutwig like it does through Jokic, uh, Jokic in the pros. And he is, boy, has he improved since two years ago. Wow. He was good. I yeah, I mean, he's yeah.
2: definitely he's definitely the great value version of Jokic. Yo- he's not Jokic, but you're <laughs> right. They do. They run him up at that high post, and none of the passes really look fancy, but it's like the perfect bounce pass. It's the perfect overhead. I mean, he just – he does the little things really, really well. And Chicago, Illinois plays great defense. I mean, Loyola Chicago plays great defense, and their offensive set. I mean, every time they called a timeout or had a dead ball, they came out and ran a play. They got two points. I mean, they just are really well coached team and play good defense. Hard to beat that team in the tournament. And as we've mentioned, with them taking out Illinois, Houston, we don't know about. Houston could be great, but we don't haven't really seen, that bracket. Anything could happen. Yeah. Any four of these teams, yeah could be in the final four and i wouldn't be totally shocked i hope it's syracuse because i have some money on them but uh any four of these teams could do it uh which that gets me lj so we've seen a ton of upsets we got abilene beating texas <clears throat> we got uh syracuse <laughs> advancing uh oregon state still going oral roberts the they're they're into the sweet 16 what do you have on us is this as mad like, as chaotic as we've it looks, or is this just another year and we're just kind of forgot about it because we didn't have the bracket last year?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it is, it is, it's by every single metric that I can come up with. This is already um, if the tournament ended today, it's a top three tournament of craziness in any metric you can look at any single one of them. And uh, I mean, I've got some of the old historic ones that are, that are within the the realm If you guys want to like talk about them. Um,
2: Well, how far back do you have to go to find one? That's relevant, or how many are even close? 2018
0: was relatively close. uh, uh, The beginning of uh, Sister Jean's reign of terror. Um, uh, 2014, 2013, 2006, 1999, and then 1986 are all seven of the uh, tournaments that were within the ballpark of the first two rounds of this
2: tournament. So, I mean. By within the ballpark, are you saying like a game or two, or like they're just. The, close like, so is it still so
0: based on the metric
2: we've got uh where i i
0: kind of mentioned beforehand if uh seven beats uh a, uh a, a, what is it a ten a ten beats a seven a ten, ten beats, beats a seven, seven thank you then that's three points if uh you know uh 15 beats a two that's 13 points um right this tournament already currently has 105 points um i think there are only three that have 105 or higher from previous years um and uh total total for the entire tournament one of them had 111, um, and uh, it was the first, uh, it was 2014, the first national championship not to feature a number one, a number two, or a number three. That's what it took to get that number for that tournament. We're already, I mean, one more upset. We're already beating that with this year. So um, this is, I mean, this
2: is absolute
0: insanity. Um,
2: so basically, even if this bracket goes chalk the rest of the way and the higher seed wins every single game from here on out, it's still one of the most chaotic bracket we've ever seen. It is
0: genuinely one of the top three most chaotic brackets. E- yeah. Even if the favorite always wins from here on out.
2: So do you have a thought on why is it just because there's no fans or the bubble or what do you think? Well, okay. So we did
0: kind of mit- talk about this. So I, you're obviously like you have an idea of what I'm thinking, but I think like COVID plays a big part in it, obviously. Um, because yeah. that plays a big part in every single thing that's happening these days. And it's t- exhausting me, but, uh,
2: <laughs> but, uh, you and the rest, I think you're, I think there's a lot of people who agree. It is exhausting.
0: Yeah. Let's just, oh man. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so my thoughts are, um, for one, um, teams didn't get seated properly because you talked about out of conference games. A lot of teams didn't even really get to play their out of conference games or they had games canceled constantly. So there are a lot of teams that I think are. And then you mentioned Loyola poorly ranked, um, even though they were ranked high. Um, I think the rankers just had a hard time putting together this uh, this bracket. And then I think another part of it is is showing that, like, you know, these uh, these what do you call them? Blue chippers coming out of high school that usually are the one and duns that uh, that change the entire tournament. I mean, they didn't really get to play that much last year, so they're probably not ranked properly either. So the recruiting, it had to come down to which coaches could build their team as opposed to who could just get the number one McDonald's All-American. Yeah. Um, that's what you had texted us. Uh,
2: we were just talking before and you texted that line where you said something along the lines of you might, you might be learning what coaches actually do their homework and recruit the guy they think fits their team best. And what coach just goes, he's the number one player in the nation. Let me try to get, him. I think you my, know?
0: my exact phrase was which coaches look at the Kelly blue book value and, and buy that way. So. <laughs>
2: And uh, one of those coaches may be uh, Coach K, who uh, <laughs> is not in the tournament. I don't know. I, I'm a Duke fan, so that hurt me to say. But, yeah, Duke didn't even make the tournament. Yeah. And I think you're dead on with without having as much non-conference stuff. It's just hard to gauge because we, we thought the Big Ten was the best conference. A lot of people thought the Big Ten was the best conference in basketball, and they beat up on each other. But maybe they weren't. Maybe they were the third best conference, and none of those teams were as good as we thought. I don't know. I just think it was hard to tell. And then you can't leave out the fact that – being in the bubble where these, these one, these players have already had a year, which is unlike any other, and you've heard that before, but they, they couldn't go out as much. They needed to the kind of quarantine because any, any positive test, and now your team's taking a pause for a week or two. And so during the regular season, they were already having to kind of not go out with friends. And then now they're in this bubble where you can't do anything. I mean, you're just in this hotel. That's it. I, it wouldn't be shocking to me that some of these teams – as soon as you get down by 10, you're like, I'm I'm tired of this year. I'm ready to get back to my family yeah. and my girlfriend and my brother and sister. And I think that has an impact on it. Some of these teams, like, I have heard people, most of these are people that are Big Ten people going, but some of the reason people think they might have uh, had a bad showing is because they were in the same bubble for the Big Ten tournament. So any team that did good in the Big Ten tournament, they just stayed in Indianapolis in the bubble all the way through the week and through here. And... I, it, I, it just has to have just staying at my house for a week straight. we not talking to anyone has a part on my mental. And so you got to think these players, it can get in your head a little bit and just kind of go, damn, I'm tired of being here. Whatever we lost. It's I'm going home. I'm ready to go home. So I, mm-hmm. I just think it's a weird year and it's showing up in the brackets. Faux show. Yeah.
1: No kidding. Well, and I want to address the, to the seating and I, I think it was, wasn't it Colgate that had had a record of like 16 or 17 and, and three 14 and one i think but they'd only one. played four teams all year they played like four teams Army four, four times, times
2: and then, yeah. What? yeah yeah
1: yeah because a lot of
2: games got canceled with covid so they legit played four teams maybe five teams all year but three of those teams they played like four each and in the conference tournament yeah. Why?
1: Didn't, so so
0: th- that brings me to a quick little question i've got why are the playing games 11 seeds why isn't colgate a 16 team trying to play in for one of the four 16 seeds like, why is that? Like, what the hell? Well, well I think two so, of them
1: are sixteen and two of them are eleven. Aren't yes, they? I think well, that is correct. Yeah, sixteens yeah, yeah,
0: and elevens this year at least. Um, but like, well, and I, and think, I think the think thought that's is not always. Go ahead, well, no, I mean, I've, yes. I've like I said, I've gone through every tournament since nineteen eighty five, um, and it the, the number varies on the playing games when they've had them. Obviously, well, so
2: I believe LJ and you correct me if I'm wrong. It, when they they first introduced the playing games, it was just sixteens. And then they threw in the 11s. And I believe the reason they threw in the 11s is like, let's get some reason. Cause if it was two 16s and one of them's going to be 16 before a couple of years ago, Virginia knows all too well before <laughs> we never thought a 16 seed even had a shot. So it's like, why even watch these playing games unless you're just an avid hoops. fan? I mean, so I hear like, that, but I think that's pretty shitty to the Michigan 11 seeds there. that
0: they have to play an extra game when there's a school like Colgate, that's like barely like capable of being in this tournament. Cause they've only played four games or four teams all year. Like it, I, well,
2: Colgate won their conference tournament. Well, so
1: that's arguable. I don't know if that I mean, I guess that rewards, you know, the team getting hot at the right time, but it does get those are a lot of times are your sixteen seeds. Those Georgetowns, which I Georgetown was uh, what were they? They weren't a sixteen.
2: No, they, uh, were, a they were a twelve.
1: They were a twelve with a thirteen and twelve record, but they happened to win their their the tournament. The Big East, I think. So um, yes. You know, I like the fact that they let a couple of 11 seats because there's always some bubble teams that don't get in. And, you know, this year we did have, by the way, I think four teams. Among them, Louisville was, I think we talked about this, was the first one in if someone dropped out with COVID, which right. VCU, is it VCU or Virginia Tech? I think it's VCU. VCU. VCU.
2: But the rule was if they dropped out by a certain date. It was day. by a certain so date. VCU yeah. dropped out on game day. That game just ended, and which I do want to say that sucks. That I sucks don't feel bad for the BCU guys. You time. you got yeah. in the bubble and you did all that, and you didn't even get a chance to play. Yeah. That's that's tough. But uh, interestingly, LJ, uh, someone in the playing game ever ever since they started doing it where there's eleven seeds in it, someone from the the, the four playing games has always made it to the Sweet Sixteen, and UCLA keeps that streak going. Mm-hmm. So, well, uh, my point is the the point
0: though that I'm trying to make is. I mean, I understand what you're saying about selling tickets to games and selling TV ads, but it, these 11 seeds clearly should be in the tournament. I mean, I think it's like what I'm getting at. A UCLA should be in the tournament. They shouldn't have to play somebody to get into the tournament. Um, And, and they've made that obvious. And, and like you're saying, one team every year makes that obvious. It's just, I mean, I understand you're taking 68 teams. So really, you know, what What does it matter what number they have next to them? Um, but I don't know. It's yeah. just so weird that you're picking 11 out of
2: all of the numbers for a play-in game. I, I don't know. And the, and the person arguing the other side would say when your commerce tournament, and you ain't got to worry. But I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you're right. I'm just going, getting both sides out. Um, <laughs> That's right though. Let's see other historical things from this. We talked about Oral Roberts, but they are, I believe the second 15 seed ever yeah, I, to make to the Yeah. So uh, in
0: 2013, this is another one of those yeah. years. That was one of the years. Um, florida gulf coast uh is the first 15 seed yeah dunk city to ever make uh the sweet 16 and uh they got knocked out by florida so um in true uh christian fashion oral roberts took care of their brothers and uh (laughs) and knocked out florida to get into the sweet 16 so uh, i thought that was pretty cool
1: oh that's kind of a cool little yeah (laughs) turn around
2: and the last coach, the coach of Florida Gulf Coast at the time, Andy Enfield, is now the coach at USC, still in the tournament, which, oh. interestingly, Andy Enfield, if you're out there gambling, I'm just throwing this out there, Andy Enfield is now 9-0 and against the spread in the NCAA tournament, dating back to his Florida Gulf Coast. Damn. He's 6-0 and with USC and 3-0 and with Florida Gulf Coast. Damn. So I I'm just throwing it out there. You might just bet the spread with Amy and the other. Do you think the
1: infield nine and and0 against the spread? Do you think there's a factor in <laughs> no, that, that Oregon's played less that. games, though? Do, Do you
0: think there's a factor in this that Oregon's played less games and so maybe they'll be a little bit more fresh than a Sweet Six team should be?
2: You know, I wondered how that would I wondered how that would affect the Iowa game. Because Oregon was a team that people kind of liked in the tournament, because they can get hot, they can shoot, and they got good guards. And I just wondered. Without playing the VCU thing, does that make them more fresh or does that make them? Because sometimes the tournament, yeah, sometimes the tournament's about who's hot and playing that game before you can get hot. And so I I wondered, but they did upset Iowa, who a lot of people thought was as good a two seed out there. Then again, Eric Elkins would tell you they're from the Big (laughs) Ten. So we we, we overrated them. (laughs) But I, I don't know. Do you think, Dad, do you think they're more fresh by not playing that game against Iowa? Well, I mean, I were, but, but or...
1: I, I not necessarily, but, but you're if you're saying that, then you're saying that UCLA is worn out because they played the yeah, they well, let let play in game. Yeah, they shouldn't have to play a play in game. UCLA is not worn out. They look Imagine what they would be good. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. Basketball is such a different sport. You know, yeah, I do think those, true. you know, two game two games in two days still, you know, you probably lose your legs a little bit, but we're all on equal footing. I thought probably uh they had a little break. Uh, in the first game because they were fresher. But now I think it's just, just yeah. all, all that's fair. All that's fair. We talked about
2: Week. He's still probably the leader right now. If you're trying to get like some live action in on the Pits award, he's still probably the, the, the favorite. There was dad. I, I just want to see if you were, if you had anybody that stood out, I know there's one. They unfortunately, I think we've made a new rule. Actually, LJ also, we were watching games on the first round. I think you have to win. At least your All first game. round game, yeah. And almost, I hate and almost get to the second weekend, yeah. But you have to win at least a game because that wasn't there. Some 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 folks over on Eastern Washington that had a shot. Oh, what was man. that? The
1: Groves boys, uh, Tanner <laughs> and James, I think, were their name. Oh my God, I fell in love with these guys. I mean, they—if you would see them, these are guys you would meet out at deer camp, right? I mean, these—they don't look like <laughs> ball players. Uh, but it's the guy that you go get to the gym and you know he, you pick him last, and then he kicks everybody's <laughs> ass on the court. I mean, these two guys could play, and I've got uh, let's see their stats. Tanner scored his, which line. is the one that looks like a lumberjack. Yeah, he's the big lumberjack, the the forward, kind of a power a deer a deer camp forward. Uh, thirty five <laughs> points, five rebounds, zero assists, and Jacob. Uh uh Groves the guard had 23 points, 9 rebounds and 1 assist. So they they weren't really good at getting the ball to the open man, but they were good at putting it in the bucket. And uh, boy, had they gotten into so the So together they had
2: 58 rebounds and or 58 points and 14, and rebounds, 14 rebounds just rebounds. from the Groves
1: brother. Those guys and were impressive.
2: They shot 19 for 29 from the field. So they had a really good – I mean, those guys were really good. And it was – I felt bad for him watching them go off the court. You saw uh, Tanner, the older brother, and Jacob was younger. And they're kind of like tearing up. and Because they gave Kansas a real run for their money. They were up uh, eight at half. And they were up probably ten minutes left in the second half. And then Kansas kind of turned it on, ended up winning by nine. But you saw him walking off the court, and the other brother was – they were kind of tearing up, and the older brother Tanner tells Jacob he he's proud of him and stuff. It was a, it was a cool moment, sad, oh but gosh. also cool at the same time. But I just want to point out to the listeners out there, they are junior and sophomore, I believe, so they – are junior and sophomore redshirt. They will be – they have a chance of being back in the tournament. Next year, if you see Eastern Washington, not only – should you eye those Grove brothers for a potential Pittsnog award winner, but maybe Frisky, maybe Frisky in the first round, too. So,
0: uh, speaking of the the Groves brothers, uh, did you know? So, I, I, I looked and I could only find one other set of brothers that have ever scored more in a college basketball game together than they scored in that game, um, which so it was 58. The uh, O'Brien twins scored 63 points for Seattle U versus Idaho State in 1953. Wow, that's a deep dive even stat I point.
1: even I wasn't around.
0: <laughs> <again>. <laughs> so um, yeah, they, uh, they they were a kick-ass set of five-nine basketball-playing white boy twins that I went on to go play basketball or baseball together in the pros. So
1: wow, um, yeah, wow. Anyway, yeah, no, I was glad to get to see those guys play and and really really uh, enjoyed watching them. And you know, another guy that he's just he's just too good. It, and he's out of the tournament now. But Luke Garza, boy, that guy, that guy for Iowa, he can play his big ass off. And I'm saying big because he's <laughs> huge. He's a big, tall man. Um, and he, you know, he, he's too good being the, what is it, the Naismith Player of the Year or whatever.
2: Yeah, uh, being the back-to-back Player of the Year. Player of the Year.
1: He's too good for a Pitts Snoggle Award. But, boy, as a big man does he play play well.
2: I'm trying to see if I noticed anyone else that had a potential. Baylor has a guy. I don't quite remember his name. He has a shot at it just because he, he does a lot of the dirty work and and that's kind of what you have to do to, to become a pit snoggle. Uh, let me see if I can pull up his name real While quick. While you're looking, uh, do you remember
1: that it, Travion somebody? Uh, they got- Travion Williams for
2: Purdue. Purdue. He's also maybe
1: too good. Yeah, maybe too good, but boy, he looked good playing that high post, uh, position really enjoyed watching him play his one game does um does the guy while well, i'm looking at baylor
2: they have a guy named uh mayor matthew Mayer or meyer it's i think it's Mayer, but he's the one with the mullet does he have a shot just because of mullet he's kind of a score he's not really he's a shooter so i don't know if he really is pit snoggly, but he he has the look with the with the party in the back mullet going
1: <laughs> I, I haven't seen him yet kevin i'll, I'll have to uh address that Address that later. I haven't been able to see him. I'll tell you a guy that I thought last night I saw a little bit. The guy from Oregon, uh, Amoriwa, Amori, or I don't know how to even say his name. Uh, but he's a down low player. Had 17 points, six rebounds, five uh, assists, and he was dominating for a little bit uh, under the boards in that in that Iowa game. Uh, but, but of course, because Garza plays outside a lot too, you know, he he'll shoot from outside. I wished I could O M O R U-Y-I, Omorier, oh, maybe. I think that's probably right. Amorier, And there, there's also another, uh,
2: I'll throw one more out there that I just remembered. And he has a shot because I think they're going to be playing for quite a while. But it's Andrew Timmy. It looks like May. He has a shot because I'm sending you a picture in the chat of our uh, Skype call here. He has a mustache that instantly puts him in. A, a potential pit snog award. Do y'all see that picture in the chat? Oh yeah.
0: Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. He, he,
2: he also, he dropped 33 and 11 in their second round win. So he, he can kind of score, but he also can go for two points and he, he's similarly to Crutwig. They asked him after the game that apparently the reporter told him that they spoke to his mom and his mom says that after the after the first weekend, he's shaving that crap off his face. <laughs> and he said after after scoring thirty three points, mom might be cool with him keeping around for another weekend or two. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: So, who does that's he play for? Who does Timmy play for? Gonzaga. Oh, Gonzaga.
1: he's a Gonzaga guy. Oh yeah, he's going to play for a while. You're right.
2: So yeah, we'll we'll get a chance to see him probably not just this weekend, but next. Yeah. Um, and uh, just an update for the listener, if you, if you don't know, because I know the first weekend was wonky with the game starting on Friday. This weekend also a little wonky. I believe we have the first games on the Sweet 16s played on Saturday and Sunday. And then the Elite Eight game is played on Tuesday. So different than before. It used to be Thursday, Friday. And then I think the Elite Eight game played on Saturday, Sunday. But so it's a, it's a little odd. Or it might be, I think it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Is the, is the games for this next round. That
1: is confusing. I, I, wow, that is blowing We tried up. to
2: look up why. I don't exactly have a good reason why they did it. I think part of it was the first round because they wanted those playing games to not – they used to play the playing games on like Tuesday and then are sitting around waiting for their next game. And I think they wanted to – there's no – they don't want to have any time for sitting around waiting. They want to get these games played as quick as possible because the longer you wait, the, the more potential for a possible positive test. So – and that throws off the bracket. Um, and then the final four of those back to normal. So you'll have the final four, Saturday two games on Monday. Saturday and then Monday. Okay. So um, so I did that. I don't know if you noticed, but Rick Patino had an appearance in the tournament. Iona, they lost to Alabama in the first round. Yep. And uh, he was asked on the radio show. He was on a radio show, the, the Cameron Mills radio show. And he was asked about just uh, coaching different schools and like where he'd want to go. And he threw out this quote. Just listen, it tickled me. If Coach Cal, Calipari – went to the pros today, and Kentucky respectively called me, I would say, that's the greatest honor in the world, but I'm happy I'm staying in Iona. I love Patino just throwing out, you know, if Kentucky called, <laughs> I'd listen at least.
1: What in but the Patino world? Patino is
2: something else.
1: Yeah, you know, Patino is a guy who I, I, I'm quietly, I'm not as enthralled with Patino. I mean, he, had, he, he left Louisville on some very rough terms, some really – nasty allegations to that, say the least to say that whether he knew of or not as a head coach, he should have, he definitely should have. So if he didn't shame on him and if he did double shame on him. So I don't know. I've just lost a little respect for Patino. I don't like him like I used to. And I think that comment is kind of <laughs> wonky for sure. <laughs> um, Let's see. Dad, is your, I,
2: not, and I, we don't have to say if a Final Four team of yours is out or not. I, I'm not going to put you on the spot there, but updated Final Four with these sweet, with the Sweet Sixteen set, just right off the dome. What do you got?
1: No, okay. Final Four from these, you're saying?
2: Yeah, from you get to choose from the Sixteen still in it. All right, this is so just right. throw your bracket might be busted, but now's your chance at redemption.
1: All right, I, this this pains me, but I'm going to go with Baylor. Over Arkansas. So I'm going to go Baylor and Gonzaga up on the top side. So are going head over, head over heart there. Yep. So I'm going chalk definitely there. And then I'm going to go Michigan, uh, which I think I think possibly that Alabama-UCLA. I think they're getting past Florida State, but UCLA-Alabama is going to give whoever comes out of that top a hell of a run for their money. But I'm going to take Michigan. And wow, in that bottom bracket, the one I think you mentioned earlier is wide open. You know what? That's the bracket that got drunk. The Midwest bracket got, drunk, got drunk. and they just
2: they just kept it going. They got an 8, a 12, 11. And then there's the two seed in Houston who almost lost to Rutgers, the 10 seed. It was almost a 10, 11, 12, and 8, which would have been a wonky Elite Eight for that bracket.
1: You know what? I'm going to go, and, and I, I'm not just going with the uh, sentimental favorite, but I think Loyola Chicago has a damn fine chance to come out of that and uh, And be that final four teams, which, which I just gave you three number ones and a well, and an eight seed that we've already talked about, probably should have had a higher seed in Loyola. but So that would be who yeah. I would choose. But beware so, of Arkansas, beware of Arkansas. They're not done yet. I think it's worth noting
2: that potentially, and for any Loyola, Chicago fans, I hope I don't jinx this for you, but Porter Moser, the head coach there, who we, we talked about earlier, they were a really well-coached team. He they're really well coached when they made the Final Four before, and he had calls to go to other schools and he wanted to stay at Loyola, Chicago. And I'm just saying there is a path for him to be the Mark View Mark Few, what he did at Gonzaga over at Loyola, Chicago. If he can stay there, I mean, you're in Chicago. There's talent in Chicago, and then it's kind of cool talent. already. Like yeah. they're becoming a cool program. They've already moved up after that last run, they moved up to the uh Middle Middle Valley Conference or whatever, so they moved up and and they won that conference tournament again this year. So if he stays there, that could be a turn a team that's always around in the tournament. This might not be a flash in the pan because we already know they made a the final four and they definitely have a shot now after knocking off a one seed. So they're
1: they're interesting to me. Hey LJ, just curious from your time in Chicago, where where is Loyola Chicago located?
0: Uh, north side, uh, just off the Brown Line. Um, you can see the soccer field as you drive by. Yeah, I think maybe we walked by it one time when we were up there, didn't we? We walked
2: by DePaul. We, DePaul, we definitely we spent some
0: DePaul. time by DePaul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right by that pizza place okay. that we like. Yeah. Hmm.
2: LJ, do you have uh, – what's your final four now that we have this week? Oh, shit.
0: Day? I I don't know. Um, uh,
2: well, that's why yours is probably going to be right. <laughs> Good yeah, question.
0: Let's just roll with it. Um, Let's see. I'm looking at Loyola because, you know, let's go. Um – Shout out Chautown. Shout out Chattown. So that's that side. Um, I'll take Michigan because there's some money on it. Um Yep. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I, I don't know why. I'm just feeling Creighton. Let's go, Creighton. Um Gonzaga, Whoa. yeah, big upset. Whoa, big ass upset. Dome. Big ass upset. And then uh hmm. Oh man, I want Arkansas to take it. Um I'm going to say Me Arkansas too. takes it. I'm going to say Arkansas takes it. Hell yeah.
2: Okay. Rock. That's the four. I'll That's like the it. four. Hogs in, Hogs in the final four. I will. Just, just uh, to be transparent here, I have a – I shook hands on it. I might have had some uh, liquid courage when I was doing it. But <laughs> I have a, a, a bet with someone that if Arkansas makes it to the final four – I will do like a one on my head, like buzz cut my hair. <laughs> if they make it to the championship, I will shaving cream and razor bald, like bald head. Oh, so wow. I will happily get that bald head if they go to the championship. So they're, they're, if you want to root for Kevin being bald, <laughs> then root for Arkansas in the championship.
1: And uh, so, LJ. By the way, you know he's going back to the office soon. <laughs> for the first time oh, ever. That'll be nice. He walks in his first. I have something to root for now.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you weren't already rooting for Arkansas, you oh, are now, man. <laughs> uh, and let's see. Let's go with my final four. I did yeah, see, what's yours, we, Kev? Let
1: me hear your final. We four, got a buddy.
2: couple Loyola. We got a couple Loyolas in there. I did notice a, a guy that works. He, he's at Sean Yo on. Uh, the ring or on Twitter, he's from the ringer. He had a tweet that really cracked me up. He said, If Sister Jean wanted to, she could pray for world peace. But she uses her powers for March Madness instead. And I gotta be honest, I respect that so much as a sports fan. Oh my god,
0: when's she gonna become a saint? So, Pro- oh, I mean, probably in like 10ish years or so, she'll be a saint.
2: Uh, well, the she, saint
0: of bad beats?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I let's see, my pick is going to be just to be a hmm. hmm, hmm, hmm. I'm going to go with – I kind of want to pick USC but I because they really did look great and yeah. I do maybe have them in the Calcutta. <laughs> um, maybe. But I'm going to go – all right, Baylor, USC, Michigan, and the 2-3 zone, Bayham Syracuse. I, I'm right I got, got you. Bayheim. Yeah, I thought about that. So, USC. All right, what well. So we all have different – we have a different. So if somebody – That's good. Well, I guess we could all just be wrong as hell and, and none of us win. But one of us <laughs> is likely to beat the others in this. We all have Michigan crap. We all have oh,
0: Michigan in the Final no. Four day. Oh, <laughs> well, Can you sell, I hope not we're right. you
1: sell that
2: pick?
0: <laughs> if we're right, we'll have a nice dinner on me,
2: guys. <laughs> Uh, all right, I think we're about to wrap up tournament talk. Was there anything else that y'all had from tournament uh, action that y'all wanted to get to, or is that it? Did we get to uh, everything?
1: Before you leave the tournament, Kevin, real, or you just, and, and you may know a little bit, their guy, right, is that Max Abmus? Is that? So his name does not, it's not pronounced how it looks okay. at all, which it,
2: thro- it throws me off every time. His name's pronounced Ace Miss. okay. Which doesn't make sense because it's A-B-M-A-S, but I mean, hey, well, it's your name. You pronounce it how you want to. So it's Max Ace, who was the leading scorer in the regular season. Points well, per game. Well, but the then animation. I'm
1: seeing that so he scored twenty-nine uh, five and three in the first game, twenty-six, two, and seven in the second. Who is this Obenor, Obenor, or whatever. oh O'Banner. O'Banner
2: is his name. And yeah, I don't I'm know. I'm
1: killing these names. I'm sorry, guys, but. I mean, yes. he's outscored him in
2: both yeah. games. He, I've watched him, and he, he's good because he's jacking up these threes and he's hitting a ton of them, and they kind of have that one-two punch, which makes you think they might have a shot. Let's see. He's a junior from Houston, Texas. Oh, and Max Acemus is a sophomore from Rockwall, Texas. Shout out Texas here, making yeah. some noise. Oh, Banner on the year. Okay, he averages 19-9, and 9, so he, he's a good player. So this isn't a fluke, but wow, those guys are putting up points, and he's done it. His, mo- his two games in the tournament are 20, 30 against Ohio State and 28 against Florida. Wow. So he's, he is
1: balling. You know, I'm, I'm really anxious to watch that game because they're playing my beloved Arkansas, and I hope they're a little cooler in the next game. I would
2: imagine that he's going to get – and he might, he might outdo him. I don't know. But he's going to see a lot of Justin Smith uh, come Saturday. They're, they're both 6'8", about the same mm-hmm. way. They're, they're, that, that's going to be the matchup that I think will be really interesting now looking at it for that game. I really hope the Razorbacks can pull I, it out, but ORU might be the team of destiny. That reminds me, I do have oh, a one I more hope tournament you're wrong. thing.
0: Um, What's up? I do have one more tournament thing. Uh, did you know that halfway through this last weekend, the highest scoring bracket on ESPN had gotten in the first round? 30 of 32 games correct. But their national championship, Texas versus Ohio State.
2: <laughs> wow! <laughs> so they're killing it except but for they can't win yeah they can't days. win
1: <laughs> wow
2: that's uh, but i do want to ask so you mentioned ohio state we were talking about oral roberts so the two seed got knocked off by 15 it doesn't happen that often so when it happens you typically remember so like i'm thinking duke lost to lehigh uh a, a couple other ones florida yep. Gulf.
1: Arizona got beat by some number. Arizona got beat by 15 seed. They were the first one I remember.
2: When it happens, you typically remember, at least you go like, oh, I remember, even if you don't know who they lost to, you're like, oh, Michigan State one time lost as a two seed. You kind of just remember it happened. For Ohio State fans out there, we know the Big Ten's been a tough run for y'all. But with Oral Roberts now winning again in the second round, does it now shift the conversation to where it's not – Ohio State lost to a 15 seed, but just Oral Roberts is the team of destiny in this tournament. They lost by three points to a
0: good team that's on a hot streak. Yeah, that makes it a lot better, I'd have to imagine.
2: I think Um, if you are an Ohio State fan, you're rooting hard for Oral Roberts, because the more they win, at least it doesn't seem like such a disappointment, because they were, a lot of people liked them in this tournament, and lost the first weekend. Is
1: Pops, uh, it was Santa Clara that beat Arizona. I don't know, though. Yeah, I see that now. And, and there's been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've seen nine total going back to 91, uh, 15 seeds that have beat two. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, there weren't no well, Very
0: interesting. five years before that, there wasn't even a 15 seed in any bracket, so yeah.
1: I don't know. I was going to say Ohio State, yeah, they're rooting for Oral Roberts to win, but that's like, I mean, kissing your sister, but your <laughs> sister's hot? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's well there's the episode still. title. <laughs>
2: Wow. But you didn't think that was getting dropped this (laughs) week. Let's see. So you mentioned I'm just looking at the stats. O'Banner and Acehmus alone average fifty-three points per game. Just those two. So that that's quite a bit. So if you can knock out if Arkansas can take one of those guys out of the game, not necessarily both, but one. I would say it's a very good shot to win, but uh, easier said than done after looking at how they did in the first two rounds of the tournament.
1: Boy, you would think a good coach could take one of those guys out, though. You know, um, Let's hope Musselman is that coach.
0: Well, Texas Tech is a high-flying, high-scoring basketball team,
1: right? And they held them down to 66 hey, points. They did. McClung is their guy, and McClung was held, I think, nine points in that game. On, like, two-for-11 shooting. It's possible.
2: Zone. If they can mimic that with Acemas, maybe. Um, As we wrap up, I, do y'all want to touch on I, is anything happening in the NFL with some of the free agent signings intrigued you at all? I, I don't know. I, the one thing that is interesting, interesting is the wrong word probably, but just news that it's hard not to notice. And it's it reminded me once again, when you see a story kind of develop, it might be in your best interest to just wait before you throw your your hot take out on the internet, which nobody does that nowadays, but the, the Deshaun Watson news, yeah. I don't know what to think about it. So as we're recording, I this don't know on, what to make of
1: that. Yeah.
2: We're recording this on Tuesday, Tuesday night. And as of now, another four people have filed a lawsuit that makes 16 lawsuits filed against the Texans quarterback for different things of sex, uh, sexual assault. So I don't know what to think. I mean, there's a lot of people when this first started surfacing, it was like one or two. And apparently the attorney for these women are, is someone who's close friends or some kind of associate with the McNairs, the owners of the Texans. So a lot of people are like, Oh, this is a smear campaign. This is ridiculous. With it getting up to 16. Yeah. Either this is the biggest smear campaign I've ever seen, or we need to think about, I, I don't know. It's just a lot to, I don't want to take any credit away from any woman standing up and, and, saying, uh, saying what happened if something did happen. But I think this is just a lesson to everyone out there. Let's just wait till the facts. Let's wait till the facts come out before you make your stance on, Oh, they're smearing Deshaun Watson or Deshaun Watson's a terrible guy. Cause we just don't know. And 16 is a high number. So I, I just, I don't know what to think about that news.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I lean to, that's a pretty big bummer, but, uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying to make a judgment on anybody. It's none of my damn business. Um, and if it turns out to all be true, then I hope everybody gets, you know, whatever closure they need. And if it turns out to all be false, I hope that that gets dealt with properly as well. Um, but, uh, yeah,
1: I mean, that's that's a rough story. That's a rough story. Boy, exactly what LJ said. But it just – everything you hear about Deshaun Watson, he's this upstanding, great guy. I mean, I've never heard a, a negative thing about him. And then for this many people to come out, you have to think where there's that much smoke, there is some fire. Yeah. And, uh, I guess I'm like both of you guys, I'm, I want to hear what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm going to sit back and hear what happens. And I mean, if he did that stuff, then boy, I have a very different opinion of him. Uh, Uh, And, and, and I do find it hard to believe that 16 women would come out falsely, you know, I I agree. This is weird and I'm anxious for it to come to a conclusion. Yep.
2: I, I think LJ said it best. I I'm on the stance of if it's true, then I'm glad they came out and I hope Jean mm-hmm. Watson's dealt with. If it's not true, I hope they are dealt with whatever. Yeah. And that, that's all I'm going to say. Cause I just don't have a, whatever. I'm just let the truth yeah. be come out. Um, and then while we're on a, a sad note, I think it is worth noting. I, my heart and thought, I think I speak for both of us, but any family that was impacted or really anybody in the Boulder area, yeah, you yeah. yet another shooting. I mean, just really sad and, and tough to see. And I, I don't know if this helps, but I know we're thinking about him and our thoughts and pressure with every family impacted either with loss of life or just mentally being there. That's tough. Very scary.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. I think that will wrap up our pod. Uh, Man, I'm excited with another, another round of the inside tournament coming up next week. Of course, we'll be, I can I, I speak for myself, at least I'll probably uh, do another weekend of just sitting on that couch and not moving much at all, except for maybe to go to the bathroom, maybe to grab a drink here and there. Oh, guys. I won't even have to worry about food. I'll just order That it hot What's tip up?
0: about the time, the TV timeouts is just the key information oh. that I don't, I mean, oh my God, that's such information good information. You're info. like,
2: what was I doing without knowing that? <laughs> oh my before. gosh, that
0: changes the way you watch anything. Oh man, that's so good. <laughs>
2: Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. So revisiting some of our uh, seating of things that suck and are awesome about the NCAA tournament, LJ hit one dead on with – I saw there was a couple of upsets that happened, and I'm like, my bracket is on fire. But then I realized – Oh, except for I did pick Ohio State to go to the Final Four and Texas in the Final Four. Never mind. Like there is that. It's that. It's that roller coaster of emotions where you're like, hell yeah, I picked that upset, that upset, that upset, and then you realize your Final Four teams are all yeah. out. So and definitely. And then the TV timeouts. We were sitting there watching the games, pops, uh, and I don't remember if it was Dylan or Jared, two friends of the pod, and either one of them was like. They were about to go use the bathroom and they're like, wait, if I in there, if I wait just a little bit, longer, when's the TV time out? And you're like, twelve more seconds after at the next dead ball after this, and you got a break. And sure enough, he got a dead ball, used the bathroom, didn't miss a lick of the Arkansas, Texas tech game.
1: Well, what a public service uh, we made I'm for all guys.
2: That I mean that's what we I here love to for. learn and y'all learn <laughs> And then, of course, if you are going to do any – if your bracket's busted and you're going to do any gambling on the uh, tournament, Bet Online is the place to do it. And if you sign up today, they have a 50% deposit bonus for you. Just looking at it, Dad, they have some futures on teams to win the tournament. Um, outside of ones and two seeds, which are – I mean, the ones you would think are up there, Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Houston, Alabama. Those are the top teams favored. Outside of the ones and twos, Loyola Chicago is the next highest really? to win the whole damn thing, plus 1,600. And then Florida State, Arkansas is next at plus 2,000. So, so you're saying there's, there's a, a chance. chance.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I'm excited. We'll, we'll be back. We're going to watch the, the games this weekend. We'll be back with an update on – the. I, I think – I just assume that everyone watching the tournaments just going – who is now leading the pit snuggle rankings. That'd I, I, I be, have yeah. to know the, that information. The nation's asking, and we don't have
0: an answer yet. We just don't.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we do know that the, I think the the leader, at least in the clubhouse, is – the the he still holds the title, but oh, yeah, Krutwig. yeah. It, but but it's not it's not over. This thing is not over yet. No. We've seen crazier things no. happen.
1: I'm like you. The way. leader at the turn is Crutwig for sure. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's leading at the turn.
2: But so as you're watching, and as you're watching, if you happen to see someone that we're not mentioning that needs to be, needs to have his name mentioned, we we do not want to do that person a disservice because this is a big time award. I, some, I think they're mostly going for a national championship, but then other than that, it's the Pittsnoggle award. So this is a big, Yeah, it's deal. the highest individual so you award you can get. Someone... There's the
0: most outstanding player, but that's <laughs> one step below the Pitts award winner. So
2: <laughs> correct. So if you see someone that needs to have their name mentioned, they need to get their shine, their one shining moment, if you will, <laughs> please let us know on Facebook, Twitter, or leave us a show review and just tell us, Hey, you need to shout out my man. You need to talk about O'Banner more over at O'R Roberts, whoever it may be. You tell us, and, and we'll at least we'll at least give we'll give that man a look, and we'll see what if he deserves to be up there. Um, guys, we'll be back next week to wrap up another round of uh, turn. Oh, so there's going to be game on Tuesday night, so that might throw off our recording schedule. I, we don't know exactly when we'll record next <laughs> week, but we'll probably be doing it on brains bleeding from too much basketball and no sleep but we'll be here for you the <laughs> listeners make sure you're following us on Facebook Twitter just type just press play podcast and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast over on Apple podcast Spotify Stitcher wherever it is we're there just subscribe leave us a right review it really does help pops LJ I am about to go into a little coma to try to recover <laughs> and get ready to do it all over again next weekend
1: <laughs> all right peace the day is here already
2: peace, peace. Did, we didn't mention, Pops, that you have a favorite thing.
1: Yeah, did uh, make I, it? I actually got a couple of different ones, but you want me to save them or do you want me to give one? I want
2: one? one. I want one. Yeah,
0: I really want
1: one.
2: Okay. It's, a week's not a week hasn't been a good week until I have at least one thing that was your favorite thing
1: to okay, get right well, on the Okay, here, here's, here's my favorite thing that you get on the pod. Um, I got a couple of new pair of blue jeans the other day. Tammy bought okay. me a couple of new pair of blue jeans from um, uh, Old Navy. Okay. And they're, they're you know, not boot cut, but so I guess straight legs. So, you know, you can wear shoes with them or whatever. But what I noticed with these pair of jeans, like the last couple of new jeans that I bought, the zipper. Is the zippers, are they making them shorter than they used to be? I mean, used to when you unzipped, you know, to go to the bathroom. Uh, because a lot of times I just... <laughs> No, no, but I mean, you yeah, know what cause I'm cause saying. I can't imagine office. why one would unzip ever. A quick, a quick <laughs> digression. Uh, the, the flies on underwear are just useless. You pull the waistband down when you go to oh, bed. Right? Yeah, so of I course, yeah. So I don't know why they put the the flies. Oh, know, it's blah, just blah, like pockets, so you can you keep things down there. there. You well. Now you can join us. But, well, yeah. Anyhow, anywho, <laughs> but what I've noticed. Uh, is the zippers, you know, where they may have used to be been eight inches long, they're like four and a half or something like that. And <laughs> eight I inches seems long. long. Well, I, maybe I'll have to go measure to get them huh. exactly, but <laughs> every <laughs> inch matters on the zipper. Hey, I always think of uh, what was that show that uh, Franks had beans, Franks had beans, <laughs> you know, uh, something about Mary.
2: Something about, about Mary. Something yeah. about
1: Mary. And so, you know, you want your zipper to be oh. wide open <laughs> and. and let things go and they're getting shorter not longer I <laughs> so wondered. i
2: will say i have am i the well, only one that's noticed
1: so the this?
0: the internet has noticed this i'm i'm seeing right now you're not the only one weird oh. no one knows why though yet kevin you're about to say something well,
2: i have like um a, a, a pair of jeans just a pair of jeans where i feel like the zipper's really short the other ones i haven't noticed that so i don't Think it's an uh, it's a a problem that's really taken over the world, but I do think I have noticed it. And if L.J. saying the internet notices, it sounds like you're not alone, Pops. I'm telling you, the last four
1: pair of jeans that I bought have short zippers. They just have shorter zippers, and I don't get it. And um, it, I mean, quite frankly, it, uh, it bothers me.
0: All I can tell you is that in 2013, someone went to AskAndyAboutClothes.com and posted in their forum and uh, asked why zippers have gotten so much shorter, and they got probably a thousand responses of, I don't know, but I have the same problem, so you're not alone here. This is a real, according to AskAndyAboutClothes.com, this is a real problem.
1: Now I'm sitting here. I'm I'm
2: actually on this Ask Andy. I'm just (laughs) reading the forum about different people's thoughts on why this possibly could be interesting is what I will say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I think that wraps us up, guys. We will catch you next week. Peace. 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 Peace.
0: So uh, I'm excited, by the way, about Kyle Fuller um, going to the Broncos.
2: So, yeah, uh, I thought I thought that was a really good a good signing. I'm I'm really intrigued by the Patriots just spending a shit ton of money, but I mean I guess they're not giving quarterback hardly anything, so might as well spend it.
0: What do y'all think about yeah, Philip Lindsay getting let go?
2: I kind of oh, hope. Did he? Yeah, I wouldn't mind for the Cowboys to somehow get out from underneath Ezekiel Elliott's contract and get Philip <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay. That sounds awesome. I think he's probably but. like one of the
0: top five number two backs you could possibly have, and I think. I know he's got injury problems. I think he could be a lead back. I don't know. He's a little I small. I like him. I I he is good. small. He is small. But I think he's too good to not have a team. So I, he'll,
2: he'll get somewhere. And what he'll do, I would, ooh, the Bucks would be interesting because they can kind of catch a little bit. Him with yeah. Tom Brady would be. I'd be so mad. I'm hearing mad. rumors he that they're really going to go after somebody who can catch like James White, I think, is out there.
0: With that. I'd be, be so mad if Philip Lindsay was a
1: fucking year. Oh, I'd
0: be so mad. You just don't want to see him win
1: a title.